0: RAA does holidays everywhere, every day. Book yours today with RAA. SAFM's Beck and Soda.
1: Good
2: morning, South Australia. How are we doing? Short week this week, which helps.
1: Uh, Of course, public Mm. holiday on Thursday. Um, Beck, how was your weekend? Good to see you.
2: Lovely. Uh, Wedding on Friday night, which was Fun. Bit right. of beach time, bit of fam time, bit of nice. housework.
1: The old Friday night wedding doesn't that put you on the back foot to start your weekend? Yeah, I
2: was a little, I was a little snoozy. I'm not good on Friday nights. Anyway, it how was, was it? Good? It was you beautiful, like. To see someone at the start of their marriage rather than <laughs> <laughs> like, at <laughs> the end is just so beautiful. I'm so uplifting. Like, so up. in love, that's going to oh. change. Yeah, yeah, Give I them know. 10 years.
3: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> oh. Isn't it funny how happy they are? And they they're look at each so other's happy. eyes. Do you take this man? They look at him and you can see just the love and they're gone. So oh, it's love. going to be the best time of our lives. Well, we've got news for you, too.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I've got to say that on Saturday, I took the kids down the beach. I, Big wedgie again for about the fourth time oh, wow. in 10 days because my kids are addicted to it. Um, anyway, and on the way back, we dropped into your hood, Henley Beach, because my kids love a little jetty jump after they've been the big wedgie because the adrenaline's up. Anyway, I'm standing there on the beach, and I see this big, masculine-looking bloke with very nice calves, I might add, <laughs> running towards me. And I could see the big shoulders rolling, and I'm thinking, I know that running style. That's Big Jim Wakeland. That's uh, Rebecca Morse's husband. Oh. Anyway, uh, Big Jim. <laughs> And he's come over, like, how are you, mate? And he goes, yeah, I'm not bad, not bad. Uh, yeah, I'm just going for a run. I went, are oh, you look good, mate? Are you moving nice? He goes, uh, third run for the day. <laughs> I said, I beg your pardon? And I said, you guys had a wedding last night, didn't he? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just sneaking out. This one's a little 3 k but it's my third run. And i have what do you mean, uh-huh. your third run? And he said, oh, I'm just yeah, I'm just trying to get out a the house. <laughs> I'm thinking, hang on, big. So if your husband, after a... A um, a wedding night Goes for a run I go great This is good You know he's getting out and about Running off a couple of beers Then if he goes for a second run I'm thinking Well he's maybe a little dusty So he's just trying to get rid of the headache But when you're going for a third run Mm. In one day Clearly, you don't want to be home. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what on earth is happening in your? Fa- Should I, I be concerned?
2: I had a list of chores for him to do, and he was running, running. this is this is the example of what happens at the end of a marriage. We saw the beautiful example at the beginning the night before, and then twenty years later.
1: How did he tell you that? Um, oh, yeah, I had a run this morning. I'm just going to We took the dog again. for
0: one, and I don't know no. why he went for the <laughs> third one. He didn't even tell me.
1: I've got news for you.
0: <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda.
3: Oh my gosh, look at these trending topics.
0: Yeah, I promised to tell you what
2: photo I looked at on the weekend that made me hurt in my downstairs region. (laughs) I saw a photo of this baby and I had to cross my legs. Right. Because the thought of the pain of carrying around a child so big. Okay, Mm. this baby, 59 centimetres long. 7.3 7.3 kilos, which is 16 pounds in the Ooh. old scale. So to give you some perspective, my babies were about 7 pounds, which is about average. Six or seven wow. pounds is average. So it's like more than double the size of an average baby. That is
1: a massive baby. This happened in Brazil, mm. didn't
2: it? Yes. Not mm. surprisingly, it came out the sunroof.
1: Well, it, it a have to. not
2: like, I mean, that would smash your That'd be JJ reconstructive to surgery. pieces. There'd be no coming back from getting that head out downstairs. I You'd be ruined.
0: Song, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh, my God, I never knew this song was about cesareans.
1: <laughs> um, that is a very good point. That is massive. I reckon all my kids were around about the two and a half to three kilo mark. So Yeah, but
2: these... you didn't carry them nor push <laughs> them out. Oh, you, so hang on, you created
1: them. No buy-in. Hang on. Oh, c-
2: created them. That was a bit of a stretch for you, was it, that night?
1: Well, no, it wasn't actually. It was quite enjoyable. But I might add there just because, I think that's very sexist of you, just because you didn't give birth to them can't mean you, you can't, can't relate to what it would it. be
2: like to carry it and push it out there. You can't look at that baby and understand what it would feel to carry that in your pelvis. The that, poor woman, she was 27 and she went in and they went, You're not. You need, we need to get that baby out. It is massive.
1: That kid looks as big as my six-year-old Otis. Well, it is a, a massive-looking baby.
2: Average age of a one-year-old, and they're now having an appeal at the hospital to get this poor woman clothes to fit a one-year-old child, and she's just pushed it out.
1: Can I just say to you, though, I take a real offence to the fact Are that just really because I didn't push the baby out or I didn't carry the mm-hmm. baby, that I wasn't a part of the whole situation. I mean, I watched all three babies come out, oh, did you? and I've got to say that <laughs> it didn't hurt anywhere as much as I thought it would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is S.A.F.M.'s Beck and Soda.
3: Ugh, you're pun-believable.
1: Yeah, this time on a Monday, we just like to get the brain working a little bit, Beck, okay?
2: Speak for yourself. Mind's firing.
1: Oh, it actually is. You are ready. You are up and about <laughs> like Buzz Aldrin right now, I can tell you. You're very, very excited to get things going for this week. What we like to do, though, is just get things working, the grey matter. So what we've done, uh, pun-believable, is... We take something that's topical, like the Australian Open at the moment, because yep. the players are upset, the balls are flat, and yes. it means that the matches are taking so much longer oh. because they can't put winners away. So what we're doing is, let's take a movie title and okay. give it a tennis twist. Yep. Right? 13, 10, 60. Feel free to play along if you've got one. Um, you've got a little example. What have you got? Um,
2: what about Bali? Sort of Sorry? wally
1: Bolly? Yeah, no, that's no good. <laughs> no good. Um, what about this one? The Wizard of Oz Australian Open.
2: There you go. Yeah, now that's okay. Away. Oh, okay. I'm you happy with I'm that? sensing a gender bias here. <laughs> How about you have honest? another go? What else you got? Come on. <laughs> um, 15 love actually. There you go. Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Good. Um, what about this one? Michael J. Fox in Back Hand to the future.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good.
1: Enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, on.
2: Yeah. Um, full Metal Racket. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's okay. Very good.
3: You're All right. unbelievable. Oh,
1: pun-believable. this is where we get you to be a little creative on a Monday morning just to get the juices flowing in the brain, Rebecca Moores.
2: Juices in, like, tennis? Uh,
1: to get the juices oh. flowing. Alright righto. Oh. Australian yes. Open is going great guns. We're into the second week. So what we're asking you to do is get a movie title and give it a tennis twist. A Thirteen ten sixty. 13-10-60 Play along if you've got one. Okay, Beck, what have you got for us?
2: Well, I'm going to stick with the juice theme and give you Beetle Deuce. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that.
1: Um, what about this one? Titanic Curios. I don't get
2: Titanic it. Titanic Curios. No,
1: it's a bit too hard. Oh, Titanic Curios. Oh, the
2: Nick in the, is in the oh, Titanic. It oh, <laughs> No, no,
1: no. Oh, can, can I give you another one there? Yeah, go, okay. go. Okay. What about this one? Um, remember Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves? Yep. Point, break, point.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's back. He's
2: back. it? Oh, we just stole one. Yeah, no, name. I had that too, I had that too.
1: Oh, We've got producer Zach, just, he's just throwing his hands in oh, the air. Oh, alright, Zachy, point, jump on break, the mic. Point, break, point. Okay, Zachy, have you got another oh, one, oh, mate?
4: Oh, the lateral four there, so how yeah, go. bloody yeah, good yeah. is that? What do you got? I've got um the Curios
0: case of Benjamin Button.
4: Yeah, oh,
1: there we go. Nice. He's walked but Just away. back on that
0: Keanu Reeves one's
2: Match Point break. Yeah, yeah, that's all good. All right, okay, yeah, producer okay, Rubes, okay. jump on the mic. Right, what do you well, got?
0: I definitely can't top that, but little '90s thriller Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino, The Devil's Advocate. Good,
1: nice, hey. good. simple, good. simple you have and proof clever. From last week, good. <laughs> I like that. Okay, uh, producer Nicole.
0: Um, one of the highest-grossing movies right now, Avatar, The Way of Walkover. <coughs> I'm not very... Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can we stop for a, a minute? i just, just for one I'm moment. I was going to see myself out. Just for what's, one moment. Let's walk over um, got-
1: <laughs> Nicole's the executive producer, so she oversees the show. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing um, about <laughs>
4: tennis, guys.
1: Can you, can you um, have what? a little chat to Nicole after this segment to uh. explain how it works? <laughs>
0: Thanks, Nick. I did Google it, though. Um, walkover means um, when they oh, we, have yeah, like we, an injury we, or something. Yeah, yeah Actually, okay. I've <laughs> yeah. got another one. All right. Yeah. Please, what God, no. true grip instead of grit? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, okay, yeah, better. Should better. Have
2: gone, I, should
1: I think have that's gone an adult that movie, movie <laughs> true <laughs> grip. <Yeah>. All
4: right. <laughs> Rach.
1: Producer Rach. Mine
2: also are terrible, but I love it. <laughs> okay, ready. Avengers: yep. Age of Ultron. Avengers: Age of Foltron. Yeah, that's a okay. go. Oh, thank okay. you. I know that's a good one. Okay,
0: okay, ready. <laughs> right. Ready. Right. Jurassic
2: yeah. Park. Yep. Juracket Park. Yeah. Now it's are Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One more. One more. Oh, hang on. Wow. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know I'm really rolls. good at this. Bad Boys with Will Smith. Yeah. Bad Bull Boys. Yeah. Yay. Oh, okay. that's good. Okay.
3: That's thank good. you. Yeah. That's good. Everyone I listening is going, how do I have
2: such a big team off air and still sound so crap?
3: That's a good point. All right, we, we do hang have on. to
4: get to news in just a moment. Ah, um, Keep them
1: rolling. Oh, hang, on, hang on, the big boss is oh, in. No. Flux here. All right. Amateurs over here. I'm going to take you through the history oh, of man. movies right now. <laughs> he said he's
4: got four, uh, all everybody. All
1: right. <laughs> starring Jack Nicholson. One flew Sharapova, The Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. Cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, starring cuckoos. Harrison Ford. Cuckoo, mate. Cuckoo's. <laughs> yeah,
3: American
1: <laughs> Steffi Graffiti. That's not bad. Steffi oh, yeah. Graffiti. Yeah, got it, got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay.
4: Um, along Came Volley. With Jen Aniston and Ben Stiller, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. really dreading <laughs> <regretting> that <these laughs> yeah. You only got one left. Uh, yeah, and a, a and movie that came out last year starring Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. Don't worry, my darling. Go
1: on. All right, come on. Oh, can, can we finish? on a good night? Hey, you got one, JB? Or No, or you done? done? No, I've done. Oh, Match we, point oh, break. Come yeah. on. Can you just? Can you take us home? Um, on, being. John Djokovic. <laughs> oh, I like that. What about this one? The Lord of the Strings. Yeah, yeah
2: that's good. Yeah. Um, we need to really go out on something <laughs> big. Something I good? don't think Last I have one. it. here we go. Do you Come have on. it? Eat, Pray, Love, 30. <laughs> right. Oh,
1: can I finish on this? Black Hawkeye Down. Yay!
0: You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda.
1: Well, back the final stage of the Tour Down Under yesterday, another great addition here for South Australia. I love the enthusiasm, so I thought I'd take the kids to watch the final stage, right? Right. So anyway, I knew it finished at Mount Lofty, so I thought, here's a great idea. What I'm going to do is we'll drive up to the freeway, we'll get off at Crafers, we'll park there near the servo, and then we can walk up a K or two with the kids up to Mount Lofty. I had the supplies. Perfect. <laughs> Did and you I, have
2: some scroggin?
1: <laughs> <laughs> had a trail mix <laughs> and a couple of bottles of water. It's <laughs> anyway, so we're driving up there We've left about 12.30 I knew the finish should be about 2.30 So I thought this would give us time Get up the freeway It's going pretty slow Get to Crafers All the cops have blocked the exit Crafers uh, exit oh. blocked till 3pm I'm going, alright Oh, That's alright I'll go Allgate-Sterling Because yep. that's a couple of K on Get to Allgate-Sterling Blocked again <laughs> Shut till 3 o'clock And the kids are going Come on, Dad How are we getting there? I'm thinking Geez, if we get to Bridgewater That's a long walk <laughs> so Keep driving Get to Bridgewater Blocked Closed as well <laughs> Bridgewater's closed, and then I'm thinking, oh, God, I know what the next stop is, Harndorf. We had to keep driving. By this time, the kids are getting really agitated, going, Dad, where are we going? I said, oh, we're just going for a little trip. Finally, the Harndorf-Verdun exit was open. We get there, and then I said, right, well, we can't walk to the tour finish there, because that'll take us about three hours. So we've then had to drive all the way back in the back roads to get us back to Mount Lofty. Anyway, about 45 minutes later, we're in a traffic jam, and I'm looking at the time. The kids, because it's hot, they're ropeable. Yeah, they're yeah. punching on in the back seat. They're going crazy. <laughs>
2: and did they actually want to see the anyway? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they had no choice. No, Dad wanted to go yeah. and see it. Exactly. By the time we get ourselves to Cleveland Wildlife Park, where the roads are blocked, <laughs> this is now about, I reckon, one forty-five. Oh, so no. we've been going for an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> no. So we go, kids, come on, we're going to walk now. We've had to walk up the road. Because the roads blocked, we then had to go up for the last stage of the Mount Lofty walk and climb. Oh,
2: didn't see it on your grandma. No. Did you even
1: do it? My kids. I had one on my back. I had the other one. I was pushing it their back. <laughs> and plus, I've got all the water and uh, well, not the scroggin but everything else, all the supplies <laughs> as we get up there. Anyway, whinging, moaning, everything you can imagine. And then finally, we followed the crowd. And as we're walking up towards the finish, I could see a couple of people walking the other way. Oh no! And I'm thinking, oh. I'm not sure how we've timed this. Yeah. Anyway, I finally get the kids there. They're sweaty. Their faces are red. Absolutely whinging. As soon as we get there, I hear the MC going, can you please welcome to the stage your tour down under winner, <laughs> Jay Iron."
0: <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Just another Mum Pell Monday. Mum Fail Monday. Look, a bit of a gear change
2: with the Mum Fail Monday. It's right. usually something silly and funny like my kid got stuck up a tree or last week it was the names that I called them when they wouldn't uh, tidy the bathroom. That oh, kind of the potatoes. Yeah. Mm. Um, but today I've got a serious one because okay. I have genuinely failed uh, in my role as a mother to my youngest and I kind of want it to be a bit of a cautionary tale and perhaps a wake-up yeah. call for some other parents out there who might not be aware of this. So... My eleven-year-old um, is my third, and I think mm-hmm. anyone you'd understand when you have multiple children, yep. you take your foot off the pedal a little bit on the third. You're a little bit mm. more, you're less vigilant with them.
1: Yeah, I think. no, it's a good point, and it's also even collecting memories. You know, I got photos of the first kids, few of the second, yeah. none of the third, and I think you're right. Probably with your behaviour, it goes you're that way as well.
2: Definitely less strict on them. So she's eleven. She is on TikTok. I know that the age is 13. The condition of her being on TikTok was that she remained on private, right. so only her friends could see what she posted. So there's
1: actually a minimal age, is yeah, there? Yeah,
2: it's it's 13. So I know I'm doing the wrong thing already.
1: Okay, and but, why, why um, did you allow uh, that to happen?
2: Uh, she likes watching the videos on TikTok mm-hmm. and I do think there is a culture around TikTok where the kids talk about what they've seen on TikTok at school and I don't want her to fall behind and be left out. Okay. So that was the very strict condition. You're on private mm-hmm. and occasionally I'll kind of look at what she's posting on there because I've got a TikTok account and I follow her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've got two of her friends over for school holidays last week and I start eavesdropping. I've got them in the car mm-hmm. and I can hear them talking about how many followers have you got, how many followers have you oh. got and they're comparing followers but... They'd all set up new accounts that day Hang that on. were public.
1: So all three kids, their parents have gone the same path, they've all got to be private?
2: That, uh, I don't know what they I didn't want to ask the kids what have you... Right. I didn't want to be meddling in their, yes. yeah, in their private family life. Okay. So when they left, I just kind of was listening. And I was also really concerned about the fact that the whole time they were having the play date, they were on their screens and on their phones. I kind of yep. thought, well, why don't you go outside and climb a tree?
1: So had you discovered that Frankie had opened a public account? Well...
2: When they went home, I sort of sat – actually, I did it over the the dinner table and I said, hey, I overheard that conversation. What's this about trying to get more followers? I thought you are private. She said, we've set up – three of us have set up public accounts. She said, there's no images of us on the account. So, she knew that would be an issue. But we are – the three of us are having a little competition. Apparently it is a TikTok challenge to see who can get the most followers in the oh, most shortest amount of time. And I said, but why? I said, why do you need more followers? You know, it's that whole, you know, social validation mm-hmm. um, through followers. I said, that's really unhealthy. And she got a bit upset. She actually started crying. She thought I was attacking her, but I just said, no, I need to know what you're doing. And I don't want you to be at the age of 11, A, having a public account, but B, competing with your friends for followers. It's just not cool.
4: Her
1: older sisters have accounts.
2: They do. The right. 14-year-old is private. The f- 19-year-old, she's an adult. She yes. can do whatever the hell she wants. Um, I'm, yeah, she's pr- public.
1: Mum obviously has an account.
2: Uh, yes, mine is public, and but I don't care about followers. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you do. Look,
2: there's been some role modelling in that area. I understand that, and mm. I take some personal responsibility, and I need to be careful about how I frame what I do on social media and how I seek validation and likes. I'm aware of that.
1: Can I ask you, is this do as I say, not as I do?
2: Well... Maybe, maybe. Oh my God, I feel like you're psychoanalyzing me.
1: Oh well, no, I'm just asking. I because think the
2: message is I, I've failed in my monitoring of how my 11 year old uses her phone. And that's a massive mum fail. That's a genuine mum fail.
1: Right. How do you feel?
2: Um, again, Dr. No, Phil, I, 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 feel, um, I feel like if it wasn't school holidays and she didn't have friends over that I may not have found out about this.
1: Well, that's a good thing you found out. Yeah. But so then I feel you, like I've got to be
2: more vigilant I and I would urge everyone perhaps to have a chat to their kids, maybe take their phone and just mm. have a look at what they're doing on social media because you just don't know.
1: Well, I'm very nervous because I have a seven-year-old daughter, a 10-year-old son and a six-year-old mm. and they haven't got to this point yet. Yeah. But I think it's only oh, Mr. around the Smug group. over there. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, no. I'm nervous. I'm asking you because I feel yeah. for you and I don't know how to broach this subject. Yeah. I wouldn't have a clue how to deal with this situation with my kids.
0: This is SAFM's Beck and Soda.
3: Checking the pulse on SA, it's The Soda Stream.
1: Oh, look, The Soda Stream, Norman, we talk about what's happening in South Australia, (laughs) but I've got to go a lot further because this story is too good not to acknowledge. Uh, This is brilliant. Buzz Aldrin, of course, the second man on the moon following Neil Armstrong, has just got married on his 93rd birthday. Yes, at 93. His children would be spewing. <laughs> <away. laughs> exactly, because suddenly uh, he's married now a lady called Dr. Anka Fowl, right? She's 63 years of age, a project manager at a science and chemical company. And you're right, Buzz's kids are probably just thinking, "His Dad hasn't got long to go. He's mm. been a wonderful mm. man. Mm. He's changed humankind. Yeah. But now uh, Dr. Fowl's going to come in and get her hands all over our inheritance. <laughs> yeah. 93. That's a wonderful story, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, he looks good for 93, too.
1: He's great. And he said that we are as excited as eloping teenagers. Oh. Isn't that wonderful? Bless. It gives hope for everyone, I think, to know that at that age, not only are you still looking forward and positive to having a wonderful, great life, even if it only lasts for a few weeks.
2: And a (laughs) 30-year age gap.
1: Exactly. But also, too, he's really excited because he's probably back on the horse, so to speak, if you know what I mean.
2: Maybe he never got off the horse. That's a
1: very good point. Maybe he's a... Well, he's clearly <laughs> been dating into his 90s, hasn't he? Because he's been able to lure Dr. Fowl back mm. into his life. Yeah. Brilliant.
2: Bless him.
1: Um, you, now, obviously, Neil Armstrong has passed. And Neil was the man who obviously won the paper, rock, scissors on the spaceship and was able to get out mm. first. Mm. Um, but we've been able to channel Neil. This is what he had to say.
3: That's one small step for man. One... Giant blue pill for the wedding night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon Buzz is going à la naturelle or he's called in for the Viagra?
2: No. They're like young teenagers. He's you still got it in
1: him, do you, do you so to speak. Come on. At 93, there is no way Oh uh, Yeah.
2: I must admit, I wouldn't like to have thought my pa at 93 still getting I mean, around the nursing
1: home. I'm struggling now just to maintain a really... Ah, ah, no. <laughs> let, let me finish. I'm struggling to maintain a strong and consistent stream when I go oh. to the toilet. Oh, just bad. Where were you going?
2: Well, you were gesturing downstairs. Yeah, well, I was
1: holding it because I saw so like you're going to the toilet and I reckon at my age, I'm really struggling. You know, you just lose the power of your stream. No. I'm thinking, when you start looking at the other function that you can control with that, I mean, at 93, oh, surely buddy. it'd be a couple of paddle pop sticks to um, keep some, you going, wouldn't it? You? Um, you know, the funny thing is though, too, given that... Uh, Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon. Um, Poor Buzz has always come second. Apparently, (laughs) the tradition continued on the wedding night.
2: That's only fair. I I feel a little bit sorry for Buzz. I mean, it would be hard to go through your life named after, you know, like an adult
0: toy.
1: What do you mean? Every woman needs an Aldrin in her top drawer.
0: You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda.
3: Is it right? Is it wrong?
2: Okay, this right or wrong comes from the life and times of Mark Soderstrom, who revealed last week that he wears Speedos in the swimming pool.
1: When I'm swimming, not just when I'm cruising around the beach or a bit of sunbaking, we are talking about purposefully wearing them when you're going for okay. a swim. Is it right or wrong to wear Speedos 13, 10, 60? Right. Give us a call.
2: But yours were not fit for purpose, as uh, Port Adelaide's Dean Brogan revealed
3: to I don't know what he's wearing, but it's like these Speedos from the 1970s, <laughs> but they've got no elastic in them. So he's holding them up with his hand. And if you look closely, the little left little thing out the side, of the side of the leg. You know what Soda's always it's Nah, she'll be right. We'll have a bit of fun. Just t- right.
4: tuck it back in. But let me tell you, I said to the great man, you shaved down there too. <laughs>
2: He gave me Look, an asthma attack.
1: Listen, listen, the big issue was not so much the elastic at the waist, but it was the elastic in the leg holes because they actually were just sort of hanging down a little okay. too much. That's. A, do you know? Yesterday, I went into the pool, and as I was walking in to the change rooms, a bloke walked past me and said. Hey mate, I hope you got some new bathers. I'm not interested in seeing your <laughs> left nut today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere. Seriously. They're so <laughs> oh
1: no. I'm actually today, when we finish, Good. I am going to the shop to buy some Good. new ones because Good. seriously I need to house things a bit better.
2: That's the thing for me, why it's wrong for me. It's the housing. It's a very tightly housed package which leaves Thank nothing you. to the imagination. Not yours, but Like, I don't want to know what religion you are. You know what I mean? Like, I can tell what's happened down there at childbirth. You know what I
1: mean? I don't want to know that. Listen, (laughs) 131060, if you're swimming, I think there is no problem at all. In fact, you need them because you don't want the drag of your boxer. Mm. Or your your bawdy. Your drag's right? not
2: that big, mate, I'm sure. So
1: we're talking Beck, we're talking your sluggos, mm. your gear shifters, your budgies, right? <laughs> Anything like that. Is it okay to wear them or not? Mm. Nugget
2: hugget. A oh, your
1: pardon? <laughs> Come
2: on. <laughs> All right, Tessa in season. <laughs> right or wrong to wear Speedos. I could not be a stronger no,
0: guys. It's just, it's a no for me. I went on a date with a guy once, Mm. um, went to the beach, he takes his pants off, and there is some bright pink Speedos with little (laughs) yellow bananas on them, and I am a big no.
1: (laughs) Tess, I've got to say, very bold move. Who suggested going to the beach on a first date?
4: Hey, oh, he did, of course. Obviously, he had some stuff to show off,
3: but it was just no.
1: <laughs> right. That's great, Tess. Tess is a no.
3: Is it right? Is it wrong?
2: Yeah, right or wrong to wear your budgie smugglers, your DTs, your banana hammocks, <laughs> your nut huts <laughs> oh, aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. That's on the beach. It's a no for me. you got to leave a little bit to the imagination.
1: Rightio. Uh the phone's having a fair go today. Uh, Sarah from Campbelltown, right Sarah, right or wrong to get the sluggos out?
0: It is absolutely so wrong. I cannot tell you how wrong it is on
2: so many different levels. I'm actually feeling like I'm going to dry reach just talking about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yuck, oh. no. In this right day there's so many other options. Why, why, why? Do not do it. Please, anyone listening, do not do it. Okay. What, yes, why, what is it about the look of them, Sarah, that makes you dry, reach? Um,
0: Who's it for? Why are you doing it? You're not on a 70s exercise show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right, yeah. oh, Sarah. I'm just yeah. saying going for a swim at the pool because it's much more streamlined to move through the water. Mm. Well, she's a little fired up, Sarah. <laughs> uh, Cynthia from Andrew Farm. Come on, Cynthia. Surely I'm right. It's okay to get them out.
0: So do you, are uh, so right, oh, my we hubby wears them around the house when he's doing the
2: cleaning, the vacuuming. I love it. There's
1: not a better view in the world than that. Oh, right. Cynthia,
2: that's yeah. sweet.
1: Yeah. Um, Cynthia, how long have you been married?
2: Uh,
1: 28 years. There you go, and you're still supporting your hubby. You that Absolutely. is fantastic. Yeah,
2: the difference is she knows what the hubby's package looks like. I don't want to see a stranger's oh, package on. as I'm lying down at the beach.
1: When's the last time you've been down the beach? Yesterday Right How many girls did you see Wearing G-strings There you go
2: Yeah look That is a real body Embracing trend
1: Um, (laughs) That's a nice way to put it (laughs) I have seen More butt cheeks Down at Henley Beach Or down at Port Norlunga When I've been down The beach the last few weeks Than I have seen In a lifetime There are butt cheeks Everywhere (laughs) So don't start on me Saying it's wrong To be wearing your Gear shifters Mm. Out and about
2: Right or wrong Sarana in Parallari Right or wrong To wear your budgies so I have to agree with you. It's
0: fine.
1: Absolutely, Serana, Why um, are you wearing them?
0: Because women get around with g-strings, and we're all yes. body positive with females. Why
2: can't we do the same with males?
1: Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Mm.
2: I just think I'd rather see the see someone's butt cheek than their nut cheek.
1: Yeah, hell, mate. <laughs> oh, I beg your pardon. Can we just? That's not even a thing. Yeah. But can I just say too, I'm not sure what you're talking about with your budgie smugglers, but they are housing everything. There's nothing out and about, unless, no, of course, the elastic. yours was out
2: and about. Yeah, That's but the, the
1: elastic whole point. is the issue.
2: Well, get a new pair. I am you going do. to do
1: that today. Look, I have no problem to say that. You obviously, won't even get a sponsor to ring in. <laughs> can we get someone to call in? What You Speedos? You want them to. I can't hang it out any longer, can I? I mean, seriously, it's right out there. All right.
2: Ryan in oh. Paralaui,
1: right or wrong to wear Speedos?
3: Absolutely right.
1: (laughs) Ryan, are you aware of yourself?
4: Oh, I sure am, buddy. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're they're great. I mean, they're easy, they're breezy, you (laughs) know. The ladies love them. Absolutely.
1: Ryan, do you get yours on down the beach or just around the house?
4: Oh, just at home around the pool, you know. (laughs) But no, it has been the odd time where you have to.
1: No, that's a fair point. Good on you, mate. All
4: yeah.
2: right. Uh, Kayla, in more for our right or wrong to wear Speedo's?
0: Absolutely. It's okay. Like um, the other lady said before, body positivity, we support women 100%. Why don't we support men? Why is it any different?
1: Ooh, geez, I like this. Can yeah, I just tell really you something right now, big? Be- if we're looking at our poll, there are a whole lot of rights here, mm. even though it was a little left one that started this whole <laughs>
0: debate. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda.
2: Calls anytime thirteen ten sixty. Oh, we got a phone call from Travis Boke from the Port Adelaide <laughs> Football Club. Good morning, Boke.
4: Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Very well, Boke. Uh, Happy New Year, mate. Are you on your way to training? Happy New Year. I'm just on my way into training now, and I was obviously uh, listening to the show. Great to have you back on. Um, and I heard that you uh, you were caught with your uh, with your speedos on. And nonetheless, without drawstring, with your nut hanging out, what, what's going on there? I have to call in because that is just rubbish. Like, let's let's just get straight to the point. That is just rubbish.
1: Well, Bucky, I know this is an area that you are very, very closely aligned to. Not because you're, you're nut. No, <laughs> because Bucky, you have your own underwear range. Of course, Rogers. Now, I need to know right now, mate. Are you a Speedo, Sluggos, budgie sort of guy, or what do you wear when you swim?
4: Nah, look, I'm way off that. Um, I'm not sure what your thought pattern was going um, into that scenario, but uh, no, I, I stay away from the speedos. But there's a lot of guys at the club that do, so you're probably you're not alone. But I, I don't see any benefit in wearing speedos. Um, I'm boardies all the way. Like I mean, I grew up on in Torquay, where we're boardies for life, quicksilver, yeah. silver, or whatever. But speedos no.
2: I'm gonna sound like a dirty old woman, but you would you wear anything underneath the boardies?
4: Oh, hang on.
0: <laughs> I just wanna know you, right? <laughs> no, always.
4: Always. Okay. No, I'm not I have I've never pre-balled, no. Um <laughs> you're okay, worst hang of mine. on, but what
1: about when you're swimming at the club, right? And you're doing your training, you're certainly not wearing boardies.
4: What are you wearing? No, I actually wear like compression shorts. So oh. like a Nike compression yeah, short. He's an yeah, athlete, no, they mate. won't um, but in saying that, when it comes to underwear, I don't wear the trunks. I wear the what they call the the briefs, the triangles. Right. So it's a little bit of mix and match there, but definitely mm. no speedos when I'm swimming.
1: Um, Boki, you said that some of the boys do get the uh, gear shifters on. Can you just out them? Which Port Adelaide boys like to really uh, hold the package in that way?
4: Um, well, funny one. Like, oh, let's go back. So... The great man, uh, Phil Walsh, was Mm. the biggest fan of the Speedos uh, going around, and he loved his red ones, so he'd have them on nearly every day. So I'm not sure if he watched them or not, but um, he had them on every day, and he was the biggest fan of the Speedos, Uh um, and he'd fought them uh, all the time. But Mm. these days... So Bryn Tickle's one that would love a speedo. Uh, one of the new guys over from WA. Okay. He's, he's a big fella, big roo, and uh, he loves to get out in his speedos.
1: Well, that doesn't surprise me because I think Ken Hinkley gave him the nickname Tess, didn't he?
4: He did. <laughs> he did. Oh, my <laughs> God, how thinks... slow
2: am I? I've got it. I've got it. I've tested. Well, yeah, I've got it. there's every he chance did. that he, <laughs> could,
1: forever, Kenny. he could have the uh, one of them sticking out mm. in the speedos. <laughs>
2: All right, okay. Yeah. That's enough yeah, yeah. chat around that space <laughs> now. Thank you, Boki. Go well this season. Go better than last
0: season, please. Yeah,
4: we'll try our best, Beck. Thank you, guys.
0: This is SAFM's Beck and Soda.
1: Well, life is very, very tough for all of our friends up in the Riverland at the mm. moment, Beck.
2: Absolutely, yeah, we're thinking of them. And so uh, is royalty.
1: Prince William had made a phone call to a publican up there just to check on welfare and see how things are going. So Brad Flowers now, he owns the Overland Corner Hotel up there in the Riverland. He joins us now. Now, Brad, you've got a new best mate.
3: Yeah, very strange Friday night. You don't often get to uh, sit down and have a beer and chat with the prince.
2: (laughs) So it was a Zoom call. Brad, did you make sure your hair looked really good?
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, I was actually sitting there having a beer, so um, he thought it was a little bit strange at the start, but then he realised the time difference and understood it wasn't 8.30 in the morning.
1: (laughs) Um, Brad, how did it come about?
3: Well, it started around 6 o'clock that morning. I received a strange text saying that the uh, palace had approved... Um, that the prince wanted to talk to me that night. And, oh, of course, I thought it was a prank call from a mate. Yeah. And as the day went on, I started to receive some stranger emails from um, the Governor-General's office and the palace. And, okay. and lo and behold, the uh, the Zoom call started to ring and I opened it and they said, it's Buckingham Palace here. We're going to transfer you through to the prince at, um, at his house.
2: Crazy. So what message did you give him, Brad? How did you say things were going for you guys?
3: Well, listen, he was really interested, he wanted to talk about what was happening with the floods, he was really, really well versed on, on sort of the location and mm. what was happening, so just wanted to send his heartfelt messages out to the community, um, see how we're <laughs> all doing, tell us that uh, his thoughts uh, are with us, and, and he promised to come down for a, a schnitzel and a beer when he could. So oh, jeez, that's good.
1: Um, Brad, tell us, how are things going, because I know you and Nicole have had the pub for what, a couple of years now?
3: Yeah, about two years. We got evacuated on December the sixteenth. The SES mm. sort of deemed it too unsafe to have people in, so we're all evacuated out. The pub's still closed at the moment, but the water has receded, and uh, hopefully it shouldn't be too long, and we'll be back in there and start cleaning up.
2: Oh, and what would you like us to do? Can we? When can we get there and and support you guys? Oh,
3: listen, as soon as we're open, we'll uh we'll we'll put the word out. We've had some amazing feedback from the community and and, and abroad, and and so forth, even to the palace. Um, and they've all <laughs> promised to sort of come and support. So everyone in the region needs sort of tourism at this stage. It was hard, especially after COVID, yeah. coping with this at uh, our peak season. But we'll get through it. As I, as I mentioned to the Prince, I meant to say we're a resilient bunch, but mm. I think I've had a few too many beers because I said we're a rough bunch in Australia. <laughs> um, but we'll all get through it on the other end. The, the community's been fantastic. So we're just hoping that, uh, yeah, everyone comes back and visits the region soon.
1: Well, Brad, you are very resilient. Um, hey, give us a little plug too for the Overland Corner Hotel. Where exactly is situated? And what's the What's the specialty?
3: Yeah. So, listen, the Overland Corner is the oldest building in the Riverland region up in. Uh uh, the Riverland South Australia, so it's 160-odd years old. Um, we sort of brought it back to its former glory. And and as we said to the Prince and as he promised, our schnitzels are pretty amazing.
2: <laughs> uh, look, and Will's been through a bit of a tougher family time lately. Are uh, you you're team Will or your team Harry?
3: <laughs> oh, listen, definitely after this call. I mean, if he comes for that schnitzel and a beer, I'm definitely still a royalist, um, but I'd have to be on Prince Willie's side at this stage. My son even managed to sneak in on the call, which was funny. He, he didn't believe me. Um, he he kept sticking his head in the camera, and eventually Prince William called him in and sat him down, and had a chat, and asked him his name. So that made his his night as oh, well. Oh,
1: that's lovely. Uh, well, we need to say hello to him. What's your son's name?
3: It's Jacks.
1: And how old is he?
3: He's eight years old. He was pretty stoked. So, oh. do,
2: you're not a prince, mate. He's not
1: going to care.
3: <laughs> well, no, I know, I know. I think he well, was, yeah, he was pretty amazed, Like we all did, we thought it was a prank call, but, uh, it, yeah, it turns out it wasn't.
1: Okay, well, Bex just whacked me. So, can you say to Jack, <laughs> hey, we wish him all the best as well from us?
3: We will indeed. Thanks, guys. All right. um, thanks all. I'll come Good for an mate.
2: eggplant parmigiana as soon as you reopen.
3: <laughs> Done, guys. Take care. Welcome <laughs> to
0: SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda
3: anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.